welcome to episode 94 of Too Old for This Podcast, your safe space grown-up talk about childish things. Now this episode, we are going to give our reviews of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. We're also going to talk about The Last of Us, so far. We're also going to talk a little bit about that DC Slate announcement from James Gunn, happened a few weeks back. But let's get into it. On Nerd and Up Nerd, DJ Kevin Kev, let's go. What up, player? Hey, man, how are you? I'm good, man, how are you? I'm good, 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 good. You know, I'm riding high on the success of our previous episode. Wow, episode 93, right? Right? Which, which, which went viral, apparently. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. What, what would the audio equivalent of viral be? Ariel? <laughs> what? Because <laughs> viral is video, right? So it's an audio platform. So Ariel? We went Ariel? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I can't even touch that. I don't, I don't. Dr. Kev? Oh, shit. Your diagnosis, but yeah, um, needless to say, I'm I'm very impressed with the numbers of that fucking episode. It like oh, yeah. triples our like highest. No, it's <laughs> like ten times, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, our, our uh, no because 3, we have seven hundred five. No, but we have another that right episode that's in a thousand. Oh, like twelve hundred. Yeah, I think we've got right? like twelve hundred. Yeah, oh, just on. Oh, yeah, yeah, there might right. be even a, So I, I'm saying triple, easily. Triple. So whoever it is who really loves us, who's sitting and refreshing, we appreciate <laughs> it. It's very sweet of you. Yes. Um. But um, we're on to you. We know that it's not three thousand people because we don't have three thousand followers. Any on. comments? Yeah. Any follows? Any likes? Like nothing. So, did you hire some bots to? Nope, uh, I no? did not. No, I, all right. I, I do not give a shit enough to spend money on bots just to, right. make, to do what to make myself feel better when I look at the number. <laughs> no, and I don't. And I don't. I give a shit enough to spend the time to sit and refresh it myself. Yeah, it is what seven hundred times. It is what it is. Uh, maybe we found an audience on uh, Apple Podcasts. Maybe Spotify. I don't know. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? No. You know. I mean. Hopefully, it's some automated thing that. Did it not. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yes. If it is, if it is some nice person, thank you. You're a nice person. There we um, go. But um, regardless, there's a mm-hmm. lot to talk about, man. A lot's been going on. Yes. A lot's been going down since our last episode. <clears throat> absolutely. Which, absolutely. which basically, our last episode happened. James Gunn had only <clears throat> kind of he hadn't said much about the new DC universe yet. No. Um, he basically only said that Henry Cavill wasn't coming back yeah. and that Ben Affleck wasn't coming back as Batman, but he might be coming back to direct. Um, I think that was about it. That was about all he had said um, so far. Can we take just a moment? I know we didn't throw this into the hat because yeah. I don't think neither of us thought of it at the okay. time, but okay. they showed that flash trailer. And yeah. The Flash trailer. We should talk about that Flash trailer. Well, sure. I yeah. was... Uh, can we talk about it now? The Since Super Bowl Flash. Yeah, the Flash trailer for so the Super Bowl. Talk, I will, talk about it. I will sure, say yeah. this. Uh, it's rare that... Um, I'm, I'm not going to say... I know you're all about the uh, DCEU universe. Yeah. Um, I've I've liked things in it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely don't love it. Yeah. But... This flash trailer, dude. Wow. I don't watch trailers traditionally unless they're Star Wars trailers more than once or twice. I watched that probably like five times. Yeah, me too. And I was like, wow, watch it on um, like one quarter speed for the Batman action scenes. Okay, oh my god, but oh my god. wow, what a trailer! Yeah, man. What a trailer. And when did they 100%. drop the Flashpoint name? Because I always thought yeah. it was going to be called Flashpoint. But it's know. just it's just titled The Flash. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. No, I was I was wondering about that. I wasn't sure if that was something you knew since no. you uh, follow that universe so closely. 
But um, yeah, no, I was expecting to see when it when it popped up at the end to see Flashpoint, and it just said the Flash. So, but yeah, what a trailer! What a trailer! I'm what I'm a looking trailer, forward huh? to seeing I, this. Honestly, dude, like mm-hmm. I went from just from seeing that trailer, I went from you know wondering if people were gonna like the Flash movie or go see the Flash movie to. Mm-hmm. I am convinced the Flash movie is going to make a billion dollars at the yeah. box office. Yeah, it's I wouldn't be surprised. To, it's going to be the DCEU's biggest hit, and it is essentially a sequel mm-hmm. to Man of Steel. Since yeah, yeah, it's a it's a Snyderverse based. Yeah. I was very surprised to see film. General Zod in that trailer. It's a it's I, that a Snyderverse. Was, film. I, I I feel like they should have kept that out of the trailer. And the Tim Burton verse film mm-hmm. yeah at the same time mm-hmm. like yeah I, I like it just just like give me cool and then give me like unbelievably cool and and here's the thing why i feel like just this movie is so unbelievably made to get me excited to satisfy the little boy in me mm. um First of all, I love this Flash, this Ezra Miller Flash, and I have been excited just to see him in his own movie, mm-hmm. like t- for so long. And and he looks fantastic, and I think his performance looks fantastic in this trailer. And I'm stoked about it, mm-hmm. just for that reason alone. But be, put that aside, um, like uh, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman, uh, like that's a, that, you know a huge moment probably for both of us. You yes. know. We were the right age for that movie when it came out, right? Yeah. But it, but like I remember, like that movie was like when I realized like I was going to be uh, the, I was a movie nerd. That, mm-hmm. that was the first movie that I posted about online on mm-hmm. on my local BBS's on my sixty four hundred baud modem. Yeah. On my on my friggin' Commodore Amiga. Um, <laughs> I do like, remember you mentioning this before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I love those movies like deeply to my heart, just, just like I love the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. And I think there's also like, I think, I think they also connect the Christopher Reeve Superman to the Michael Keaton Batman verse mm-hmm. in this film. That's what I heard. Um, That'd so be interesting. like, just like some like newspaper photo of, yeah, we work together or whatever, um, that connects them mm-hmm. so that that universe becomes uh canon. Right. Um, but um, maybe they'll bring back uh, what's his face, Brandon Roth, whoever. I don't. I don't know about that. But um, well, they can't bring back Christopher Reeve, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, but they're, they're in the in the comics. They've already done this. They they did yeah. a run of they did a run of comics that were a sequel to the Tim Burton's Batman's films. Okay. And, and they also did a run of comics that were a sequel to the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. Mm. Um, and then they joined those two universes in the comics and, and fans love those, love the treatment of those, um, storylines and they're kind of supposedly alluding into it in this film. Okay. But the, the thing about that, that old Michael Keaton Batman, the only time it was imperfect for me was when Batman was fighting because I, I felt like you couldn't do an action scene mm-hmm. in real life. Um, and make it look like it, it looked from the comics, like Batman should have been really acrobatic and crazy fast motion like spider-man and and they couldn't do that in the michael keaton batman era on screen and so like that was the only point where i was disappointed in those movies was the the fight scenes and just seeing michael keaton's batman in a cgi like modern action scene um where he looks like perfect like exactly the way he should look from the comics Mm -hmm. which is the way the bet so far the ben affleck batman has been in all of his action scenes I I think like it's been the most amazing era of Batman, um, like the last decade at least, um, for for action scenes. Um, yeah, okay. and, and to see Michael Keaton, you know, my iconic Batman from my childhood, get that treatment and get those kind of action scenes, mm-hmm. so amazing to me. Um, ah, what else about like Sasha Kaye Supergirl looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. The whole gimmick about her being in prison and being kept away from the yellow sun to keep to be depowered this whole time and them setting her free. So her being like probably psychologically damaged and messed up and needing, needing to be mentored. Um, awesome. Uh, the whole thing about um, the other Flash being younger and not having powers and them giving him powers intentionally. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then I think uh, probably the secret twist of the movie that we don't know yet, I hope this isn't a spoiler for everybody, uh, is that that younger Flash is going to become the reverse Flash and be the villain the of the, new, whole, oh, the okay. whole, the villain of the whole movie right. secretly um, in Act 3 that, that will that will come out and mm-hmm. they'll, be fight, they'll be fighting him, I think. But, um, yeah. like, I don't know, man. Like, um, yeah, like, I am so stoked for this movie and yeah. I think that, you know, um, Ezra Miller, a lot of crazy stuff has come out about him and his behavior, mm-hmm. um, his personal life. Um, I think he's got court cases pending and he's he's in rehab right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the official word from his people is that he's fully committed to um, recovery. And um, so, like, I like I am making no moral judgment about him at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm old enough to remember Robert Downey Jr. before yep. his comeback yep. and how he just kept like it seemed like he kept getting arrested like yeah. like once a year like this was like all drug related if I remember correctly though right yeah and so was Ezra's so well, was Ezra's no he he's got breaking an entry on him um yeah uh, he, he was he, he robbed he robbed a house for booze yeah and the whole thing with the uh the younger girl and all that shit yeah and, yeah all that stuff like is, that that stuff's really fucked up but yeah. um i hear what you're saying <clears throat> but um i don't know i don't know if there's there's any looking i don't know i what am i trying to say so I feel like what he's done is not comparable to like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> I don't know. I feel um, like if I feel like if if Robert Downey Jr. were young today yeah. in today's era, a lot more shit would have come out. Yeah, yeah, for been, sure. Right? Like, yeah. like especially with the internet. But yeah. But yeah, no, I just wanted to talk about the Flash trailer real briefly. Anyway, um, sorry. Yeah, we went on a little bit longer than I was expecting. But yeah, no, it looks great. That was basically my... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's good. this movie's going to do really well, and I'm really mm-hmm. excited based on this trailer. So uh, before we continue, um, I just wanted to say um, that I was r- really deeply saddened uh, hearing about um, about De La Soul's True Goy, yeah. Dave. Um it was a shock to me when I, when I saw that, uh, he passed. Um, but yeah, no, I just wanted to, to bring that up. You know, rest, uh, Dale soul has been like a part of my life ever since yeah. the eighties. Like I yeah. love that band. I've, I've, I, I, I got dissed by them <laughs> at a concert. Um, I've met them all, um, pretty much except for the DJ, but, um, no, I just wanted to say like my condolences. I posted yeah. a picture of me and Dave that um, that I got, I was lucky enough to get. Um, maybe like I think that was like 13 years ago. Yeah, give or take. Uh, yeah, I know um, how much Dela means to you. I mm-hmm. I was a I was a casual fan myself. Mm-hmm. I I really do appreciate their music, but yeah, um, I'm all about the native tongues, like that whole movement. And yeah, no, I was. I was sad when I saw that when I when I saw that he passed. Like I don't get saddened yeah. by by famous people's deaths yeah. very often, but that one hit me. I was like, "Oh man, are you fucking kidding me right now?" Like, yeah, too young, man. He's too young. He was like, you know, four years older than myself, which is a deep cut. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, rest in peace, uh, True Goy the Dove. Sure, you are now a dove. You are an angel at this point, but. Rest in peace. For sure. Can we move on? All right then. <laughs> let's not let's not boom down. Yeah, yeah. No, I just wanted to I just wanted to say <laughs> respectfully. Yeah, respectfully. Um, nice. Thank you. No, we're not gonna um, boom done on, on his death. <laughs> right. So um I guess <laughs> other details from the DC Slate announcement that mm-hmm. we know now. Um we know that um although there is a Superman movie planned for twenty twenty five, which mm. is which is the official first movie of the DCU go, um, going forward? Um, that some of this other stuff might stick around, like like Jason Momoa's Aquaman might stick around, and um, you know, uh, I guess Ezra Miller's Flash might stick around, and and Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman may or may not. Still, mm-hmm. uh, Gal Gadot. There's no, there's no, yeah, there's no um, definitive word yet. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think that's all very interesting. Uh, I think it's very interesting that James Gunn has just officially just come out and said, "Look, I just don't. I just didn't like your Batman and your Superman." Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, I just think we need to reboot your Batman and your Superman and everything else. You know, we'll see. I'm not, I don't really care. We'll, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, maybe that's not going to be the case. Maybe it's only because there's still the Aquaman movie to come out, and he just doesn't want to say yet that that we have no plans for Aquaman after this movie. But yeah, I don't know. But that would be weird because Aquaman movie, though, well, the first one made a lot of money. It did, um, and I think they're expecting this one to make a lot of money too, which I'm sure will. Uh, yeah, I, I think so too. Regardless um, of the future, uh, I'm sure it's going to make a lot of money. Regardless, yep. Um, For sure. People love Mon- Ma- Ma- I can't say it. Momoa as yep. uh, Aquaman, and yep. yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah, it will it will make some green. Um, yep. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if they did some reshoots and incorporated some of uh, James Gunn's uh, future potentials in there as well. Well, apparently. He's. They've shot with multiple Batmans, mm. and I'm always not sure which Batman is going to end up in the movie. With oh, okay, him. right. Um, which is interesting. Mm. Uh, so anything like that is possible. Like yeah. until the, like until the week before the movie comes out, they could do a reshoot yeah. and add something. You're absolutely right. Something. Yeah. Um, so. God knows. Um, at this point, it, I, I feel like nothing means anything until 2025, honestly. I mm-hmm. feel like that that's what all this means. And the other thing, the other major movie announcement was the Batman movie, which is going to be a Batman family movie. It's going to be, it's called Batman Brave and the Bold. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be about Damian Wayne, uh, the Batman's son um, that he has with uh, Talia al Ghul. Okay. Um, uh, very popular character, I, I believe, created in the '90s. I don't know if he was created in the comics or in the animated series, mm. but he was in both um, since the '90s. Um, and um, like most people's favorite Robin, uh, because um, he comes to Batman as a psychotic killer and and probably the most fully trained and deadly Robin that he's ever had, but very young still. Uh, I think like ten, like or twelve years old, somewhere in that area. Um, and, um, he becomes this like deadly psycho version of Robin working with Batman and Batman, uh, the relationship is like, um, you know, Batman telling Robin that he's got to chill all the time and mm-hmm. stop being such a psycho. And, um, instead of worrying about like protecting him from, from, from villains and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's an interesting story. It's an interesting version of Robin. Um, it's an interesting version of Batman. It kind of feels like it could be the Ben Affleck Batman uh, playing this character. Uh, he'd be the right age, and he does have a past. Because if you're, if you're going to have if you're going to have this version of Robin, mm-hmm. then you have to have a Batman who's had previous versions of Robin, right? So you probably have Dick Grayson out there as Nightwing in this universe, um, in this movie. You're going to have the whole Bat family, which James Gunn said this will be the introduction of the Bat family. So we're going to see Nightwing, and we're going to see Batgirl, and we're going to see um, probably Oracle, um, and like everybody who we're familiar with from the Bat family from the animated properties and video games. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot. Um, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. Uh, um, and, um, and it's going to be a while before like any of that happens at least 2025. So, um, <clears throat> I don't know, not much to say, except uh, I'm bummed that we're losing Henry Cavill and that mm-hmm. James Gunn just didn't like him as, is what it seems to me. Right. Um, um, and, uh, I think he'll be very successful, whatever. I think all the stuff that's going to come out, that's already been filmed is going to be very successful. The Aquaman movie is going to be great. The flash movie we can tell is going to be great. Um, Blue Beetle is supposedly going to be great. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm feeling positive about it. Anyway, good. And uh, we should move on. Let's boom done on DC Slate announcement. Boom done. Thank you, Jer, for being so swift and efficient. And thank you, Kevin, for being <laughs> swift on that trigger finger. All right. Done. All right then. 
Um, let's talk a little bit about The Last of Us, dude. It's up to, yeah. it's up to episode six. I don't know how many episodes there are going to be in the season. I believe, I looked it up. I want to say nine. It might be ten. Uh, I can tell you. Okay, so we're just past the midway point, it feels like. Yeah. yeah. I would say um, probably like maximum would be 12 or 13 episodes, not uh, like a tw- yeah, like 25 this, episode deal. Like. According to IMDb, there's going to be 10. Okay. Sorry, nine, nine. Okay, so third act. We're in the we're in the third third mm-hmm. trimester. Okay. Um, we haven't talked about this at all, have we? No, we have not talked okay. about The Last of Us. <clears throat> it's kind of a new phenomenon since our last episode, mm-hmm. um, and it's a huge phenomenon on yes. HBO. Yes, um, it is. The, it's the new <clears throat> Walking Dead. Let's just let's just get that out there, right? Like, okay. Um, Yes format, and no. Format, format wise, yes it's and not no. a ripoff. I'm not saying yeah. it's a clone or a copy. Okay, but format wise, yeah, story breakdown wise, it's 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 hard not to compare it to The Walking Dead. I agree sure, with that. Sure, um, I've been doing it for sure. Um, it's probably got half the same uh, production people working on it too. I, I don't know that for a fact, but mm. I would guess if we looked it up, I bet you a lot of people who work on this show worked on Walking Dead, possibly, and I. And it's fine. Definitely not the creators, that's for sure. I was a fan of Walking Dead when it was good. It just turned mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. And to me, I, I think if I'm giving you my quick, you know, if you're a Walking Dead fan and you want to know, well, I like The Last of Us, I will tell you, like, yes. It's, it's to me, it's like, what if The Walking Dead rebooted at season three mm-hmm. and it, it was fantastic? Yeah. <laughs> um, like, that. that's where I feel like this show kind of picks up. And it, it doesn't waste a lot of time with origin, um, you know, picking up the story in the beginning. It, it kind of uses shorthand with all the tropes that you're super familiar with already because you've seen them all in The Walking Dead play mm-hmm. it in longer form. And other places too, like a million movies. Yeah. So, um, I don't think it's a put down. I think it's a it's a fair comparison and 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 I think that it's it's a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. Um, did you play the game? I did not play the game. Okay. Um, See, I played the first one. Okay. Um, mind you, when I played it, it was when it came out. So, like, 10 years ago. Whatever it was, 12 years ago. So, I don't remember a lot, story-wise, from the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, this fucking show is so fucking good. I'm so into it. Mm-hmm. It is so, uh, I want to say, next-level zombie genre. Mm-hmm. I think they're killing it, and I I don't see the show going anywhere but up. It is so yeah. good. Well, it's it's great that you know that they have a f- like a full plan. Like mm-hmm. it's not it's not like oh what are we going to do this week? Yeah, uh, when they sit down to write this thing, they 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 know from start to finish exactly what what this story is, mm-hmm. and and what you know just what changes they're making to it. Obviously, but yeah. Um, Apparently yeah. nothing major, from what I hear. There are some slight changes, apparently, but like I said, I I do not remember the story yeah. at all because it, it was such a long time ago when I played it. Yeah, and I never played part two. I was trying to get my hands on a PS4 because I don't actually own a PS4. I, yeah. I I'm an Xbox guy. Yeah. The last thing I got was a PS3, and obviously you can't play it on PS3. But I was trying to borrow one of my buddies' um, PS4s, and I even bought the game. I went as far as buying the game, but when I got it, it was like not this region. It was like UK, so I had to return it, <laughs> right? And I bought it off of Amazon too, which, which well, easy return, but it pissed me off. Right? Yeah. So, anyways, um, long story short, I didn't, I didn't actually play part two. Um, I stole it to this day and would like to, but, but yeah, this show, man, that fucking episode three was phenomenal, and four, oh my god. At the end of four, it was like the fucking greatest thing ever. Yeah, it was so fucking intense, so fucking good. And then five kind of did the exact same thing. Had, mm-hmm. had a super amazing, intense, dramatic story with mm-hmm. a super amazing, intense, dramatic ending. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, they're great at, at at this this type of story. Telling. Yeah. Uh, Pedro Pascal I, and Bella Ramsey, they're, you know, I, there's nothing surprising here. These are both proven commodities in 
familiar, you know, kind of archetypal roles. Um, so, like, I'm not, like, doing backflips, like, oh, my God, I can't believe how great they are. I, I believe how great they are, mm-hmm. <laughs> easily. Um, but they're great, yeah. um, no doubt. And uh, and uh, it's interesting how, how it kind of feels uh, familiar uh, compared to The Mandalorian a little bit. Yeah. Because uh, it's Pedro Pascal as the, you know, the tough, cold... Uh, ruthless badass guy protecting yeah. protecting the chosen one um, and delivering them to safety you know through a desperate desolate landscape full of danger um, yeah and it, but it actually it, it I think I like that because previous to this watching the Mandalorian I never kind of felt like Pedro Pascal's voice was the Mandalorian's voice. It didn't like fit to me. It didn't I didn't for some reason I don't know why. It just it, it, I'm like that's not Pedro Pascal. That I don't know. It, well, so it's, now it's, I, I hear the Mandalorian in this character in Joel well, when I'm funny, watching the show because right? uh, I was watching the show. So I've been watching um, Last of Us with the girlfriend, and I, th- I want to say it was like the first or second episode. She's like. That guy sounds a lot like the Mandalorian, and I'm like, uh, that uh, is the Mandalorian. And she's like, fun. really? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's awesome that he's going to have these two shows running consecutively and be like the king of of streaming mm-hmm. television. Mandalorian, like March first. Yeah, March first. Very soon. Yes, it's around the corner. Yeah. Um. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, I love Last of Us. I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, and um, I'm not gonna like give it a rating. It's not done yet. No, but um, you know, uh, very stoked to see. But uh, yeah, so far it's it's fucking so good, so good. Highest reco. Yes, for that show. I I I definitely agree with you on the highest of recommendations. All right. All right. Even if you're not into the zombie, whole zombie like apocalypse genre, it does it very well, and it's not all in your face yeah. with zombies either. Yeah. It's a lot of storytelling. So, yeah, it saves the zombies. It's, it's sparing mm-hmm. in in like, yeah, it builds up. It kind of builds up the zombies through conversation, yeah, and then it kind of saves them for the super the super tense moments that they've been built up nicely. And the science behind the whole zombie thing about them being fucking um, basically fungi is yeah. fucking great. It's scary. <laughs> it's, 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 it's scary. Yeah. Like what if it really Yeah, happens? the way they broke it down in, in the first episode <laughs> was just so fucking great. Yeah. And um, I love how like like in the show like if you like touch a certain area it like basically lets the zombies know that you're there sort of thing like yeah, yeah they crazy. have a, a fungal network yeah. and yeah so yeah, it's insane if you alert them in one place they know where you are 12 miles away and they yeah. come i'm looking for yeah, you crazy. that's yeah that's awesome that's an awesome scary kind of extra thing that wasn't in the it walking is. dead yeah <laughs> for sure um specific to the video game lore Anyway, yeah. highest echo on that, but we yep. should get moving on because we have another huge topic to cover. Yes. Um, the main event for the night. Hold this on. is Boom done. Boom done. We the boom done on last. The of last of us is only halfway done. Yeah. Um, go watch it. Yes. Um, yes. Let's move on All because, right. um, man, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania kicking mm. off Marvel Phase Five. Yep. Yep. Finally, getting down to some Kang action mm-hmm. after having it teased so long ago in Loki, which was one of my favorite MCU shows. Mm-hmm. Not everybody loved it, but I did. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I was looking forward to getting some more Kang going on finally. And mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, uh, I was looking forward to this movie yeah. going into it. Yeah. What about, what about you? Um, yeah, no, um, I too enjoyed Loki. I, I, um, I was excited to see Kang on the big screen. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, I 
didn't know a lot about the whole Kang backstory. I believe you kind of filled me in on it. And, um, I, you know, I learned a lot about it just watching stuff leading yeah. up to this, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, um, Kang was great in this, uh, in this movie. I really, I really felt him being that next level threat, yeah. um, up until the end. Um, yeah. but we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, no, uh, as far as this movie goes, uh, I was entertained. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was the greatest thing yet <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination, but um, I was entertained. Yeah. Um, I wasn't disappointed. I didn't think it was shit. Yeah. By any means. Um, but yeah, like I said, um, I I enjoyed Jonathan Majors as Kang. I I I, I truly felt. Um, that next level, uh, global threat in his kind of like story. Um, the whole time I was watching, I was, I was kind of like visioning him fighting the Avengers eventually, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, no, I, 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 I enjoyed his, his kind of, um, his, his story in the quantum realm and all that shit. Yeah. Um, banished there. Yeah, he was banished there, and and it was because he was destroying universes essentially. Because um, he was the most dangerous of the Kangs, according to the Council of Kangs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I felt. Uh, again, we'll get to it. I I felt like he was just easily defeated, <laughs> so to speak. Um, I that's something that I, I definitely want to talk to you about because I I. I I couldn't figure out was he killed or was he basically zapped into another fucking realm. Okay. Right. So well, that's we'll be talking about that. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll definitely have to talk about that because I that left me scratching my head. Right, and then they they talked about like we'll we'll get to the post credit scenes. I'm assuming you stayed. Yep. Um, where they basically had a fucking room full of kings. <laughs> And yeah, I was again. Even with that, I was like still kind of scratching my head because I can. I don't know. But anyways, go ahead. Okay. Um, okay. Well, um, there's a lot. There's a yeah, lot. Uh, where to begin? Is. Where to begin? Um, <clears throat> I feel like people have had a weird negative reaction to this movie. Mm-hmm. So um, before I went to see it, the, you know, the, the it was already a lot of stories about how the Rotten Tomatoes score was low or whatever. Yeah. A lot of people discussing, oh, well, what's up with the weird reaction to this movie and debating it. And I heard all kinds of, like, criticisms of it. So, But I was like, okay, let me go see it for myself. Yeah. And I, I found, like, I don't understand most of the criticisms that I heard. Um, I, I think it's great. I don't think it's, you know, the greatest Marvel film. I don't know what, what a great Marvel film really is, though. I'm not the hugest fan of these films. Like, I like them, but mm-hmm. I... Like I, I can't think of like one of these that's like one of my favorite movies or you know particularly but um um I think it was uh almost as cool as Thor Ragnarok as far as it being a space opera like a version of Star Wars that's not Star Wars again like it's it's it, it, it feels very, it Star feels Wars, very yeah. much like Star Wars yeah, right it did um and but I but that kind of made me like think like wow I'm kind of a little bit upset that Star Wars doesn't get this creative like mm-hmm. I that I have to if I want to see some space opera that's a little bit different than the Star Wars re- like s- stuff that's repeated over and over and over again mm-hmm. I got to go to Marvel for that like that's kind of disappointing I wish Star Wars I, I I think Kevin Feige should go to Lucasfilm and and bring. And bring some of the Marvel cosmic creativity with him there, mm. but um, I feel this movie is is really, I don't know, I feel like it's it's probably it depends on how you feel about the first two Ant Man films, and and for me they weren't my favorite Marvel films. The whole like cuteness of his family dynamic and how the whole thing like was based around that a lot, and. Um, the stuff about like his work friends and like 
I, I didn't love all that stuff so much. I kind of always wished it would just get on with um, like the cool sci-fi parts. Mm. Uh, like when Ant-Man grows huge and all of a sudden he can, you know, like be really big and tough and strong. Or when Ant-Man has like an army of trained ants that that get him out of a, a jam, right? Mm-hmm. And all that stuff happens in this movie a lot. So yeah. the reasons I like Ant-Man... Uh, I get a lot of that in this movie. Plus, I get this really cool science fiction, space opera type movie um, that I think is like was really cool. Like visually, um, like a lot of work went into this movie. For sure. Um, and there's a lot on the screen, and it's and it looks awesome a lot of the time. Don't you kind of wish that um, uh, what's his name, Michael Pena? Did his introduction? Sure. Yes, I, I do. felt like that was kind of missing. That yes, with the, the Ant Man kind of. He was trope. the one one Ant Man friend who, or you know, part of his personal life who was sorely missing. Yes, for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, beyond that, um, I don't think that brought the movie down in any way. No, and, I don't think so either. But and, it, it was definitely missed. Yeah. I was expecting that at the very beginning, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, go ahead. Um and 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 I think um you're right. I mm-hmm. think Kang um I'm sorry, what's the actor's name? Why am I Jonathan right? Majors. Jonathan Majors. Thank you. I I, I always want to say Jonathan Rice Myers. Mm. Anyway, Jonathan Majors. Um he portrays this character um you know in a compelling human way. And and Michelle Pfeiffer um, really stepped up and had a huge role in this film. Yeah, and showed that she still can actually act, and she doesn't have to be frozen and wooden and one-liner um, through the whole thing. Um, and and carries the story pretty well with him a lot of the time in this movie. And I, I thought all of it really worked. I like I like I bought. Well, he kind of elevated it all. He he elevated anyone who he performed opposite Jonathan Majors did, um, and and made those scene made the scene better and cooler. Um, in any in every situation he was in. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so is he dead? No, he got sucked down into a smaller realm. In exactly the same way, uh, Darren did uh, right. Modok. Right. Exactly the same way. It 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 mirrored the end of the first Ant Man movie. The yeah, way okay. he got sucked in there. Right. Um, and if you want my theory about about why that happened, how that happened, or or, or for what purpose that happened, and mm-hmm. spoiler alert, by the way, if we didn't mention that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but this show is always a spoiler zone. Yeah. We should talk about that more before we just start talking. But anyway, if you're listening, then you know us. Um, you're one of the three people who listen. But anyway, um, <laughs> where was I? Um, so what I think is happening is the the, mo- the most important plot point, the point that they repeat in the epilogue or the denouement, is that Kang says, you don't understand. I'm not the dangerous one. You need me to stop them because they're coming. Mm-hmm. And Ant-Man even wonders about that afterwards. What did he mean they're coming? Who's coming? Mm-hmm. Are we all going to die because, you know, he's not here to save us? So what do you think is going to happen? They showed us in the, in, the, in the post-credit scene, the Council of Kang, the Army of Kangs, <clears throat> are going to now pose a threat because this Kang, the most dangerous one was the only thing that, that they feared. Um, <clears throat> so now they're mobilizing for whatever it is they're going to do. So now they're going to be the threat. And how are we going to fight the threat in a last de- ditch attempt? Ant-Man's going to be like, shit, I have to use the device that my daughter made to find Kang, the mm. conqueror and bring him back to fight the army of Kangs and the council of Kangs. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is going to happen. Okay. That's what I think they set up. 
um, for the Kang Dynasty, for Avengers the Kang Dynasty, is going to be them traveling down to the Quantum Realm to to fucking bring back Kang to fight with them <laughs> against Kang. Interesting. <clears throat> but I think that it has to be this Kang is the most dangerous Kang. I think this movie kind of falls apart a little bit and sucks a little bit. If he's not the Kang, the actual bad guy, Kang the Conqueror. Right. And yes, we need him to save us from Kang the Council of Kangs. But then once we have helped him, then he's going to become the main threat to us after he eliminates, you know, the other main threat to us. Um, I think the storyline is going to work like that because we've got like a couple of Kang movies and some people, there's already rumors that the Kang dynasty is going to be split into two movies or maybe both of the Kang movies they announced are going to be split into two movies. Mm. Anyway, give me a lot of Kang coming, a lot of Jonathan Majors coming. Um, and, um, you know, nobody died as I predicted. I, I thought, um, Ant-Man was going to end up not dead, but at least trapped in the quantum realm and, and missing again, um, did not happen. Had a happy ending for the Ant-Man family. Everybody made it out alive. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and they beat Kang and they beat Kang, uh, using like all the Ant-Man classic, uh, all the Ant-Man branded stuff, right? Uh, He grew really huge using his pin particles to be really strong and tough. And then, uh, uh, spoiler, I'm going to give away the the final moment. Uh, Hank shows up with his super evolved army of super ants who happen to be like 10 times more powerful than Kang's entire army. And they just overwhelm him with force. They They just were more powerful than you because we have this army of super ants of uh, this great story uh, uh, device that we just inserted in here. Oh yeah! By the way, those ants that fell through with us, yeah, they went into a a faster moving time state and they evolved. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. <clears throat> so creative, so cool. Um, and then, yeah, in the end, Hank Pym was just more powerful than Gang's entire army and Gang and just walked over him and, yeah. and, and wiped him out. That was it. That's how it ended. Yeah. Um, Ant-Man is the king. Um, and, and, and Kang was out of his league um, in this particular situation. But, um, uh, yeah, so is Kang defanged? Is is does he seem weaker? I don't know. Like these are some some extreme cr- crazy circumstances, but um, like when he gets the upper hand on everyone again, I guess he'll use it with he'll do it with some time tr- control technology that just screws up everybody's timelines, and it's not like a straight up fight like that, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's how Kang will avoid that kind of thing happening again. He'll avoid a straight up fight ever yeah. happening again. Right. Anyway. What'd you think I, of, uh, Modoc? Modoc, I think is probably everybody's biggest problem with the movie mm-hmm. because he's such a weird looking character. And yeah, when um, he took off his mask, I was like, <laughs> I had to laugh. Visually messed up, but, yeah. but like, what else are you going to do? Like, it, it's a visually messed up thing in the, when it's drawn in yeah. the comic book. Right. Maybe. Like, and I just thought they like that is not the comic book character's origin story at all. Oh no. Okay. And it's just a random, I think they just like, just cleverly thought, Oh wow. Because of the way it looked, the way we killed off Darren in the first movie, Mm. we can do this clever thing to make him this MODOK character and rewrite the origin story of MODOK and have this MODOK character. Right. And I, I thought it was super clever. I really did. And I thought Clever's, I thought Darren's uh, dialogue was was funny, mm-hmm. um, mostly. I, maybe there's a little too much of it. They could have chopped a little bit of it out. I thought, but um, yeah, it didn't really bug me. It was super weird and trippy. But I like think super weird and trippy is cool in a super sci-fi space opera film mm-hmm. like that, right? So 
yeah, the, uh, the way it looked was a little uh, distracting, I guess. Yeah. And it, it was it, a little distracting. I agree. It, it bugged people. I could tell. Uh, mm-hmm. That that's probably why it got the rotten tomato score. Probably more than anything else. That's what that was. What I was going to say was when I was trying to figure out like what the, like why did people really not like this? I feel like more than anything, it was him. It was Modoc. Right. I feel I I feel like if you maybe cut a lot of that out, um, but but Modoc like explains. I don't know. It's 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 explained so well, and it's such a cool thing that that at, like you don't think about like what happened to him after the end of that. Well, you, maybe you wonder what happened to him at the end of that first movie, but you assume he's dead. Mm-hmm. But then to, to like find out now, no, he's not dead. But he was just horribly deformed by what happened, and he survived. And then he was rescued, like the Emperor rescued Darth Vader. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Interesting to me. Anyway. The whole thing I thought was really cool, really clever. A lot of work went into it. And as a movie, stands on its own as a really cool science fiction space opera adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun to watch on a big screen. I, we saw it in IMAX 3D. I'm glad we did. And um, I highly recommend it, Kev. I'm yeah. going to give it a rating. I'm going to give it a friggin'. I don't, I, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. No, 9 really? out of 10. No, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to save 9s. I've, I liked it a lot. I really, really liked it. I, I, I find very little wrong with it. Um, I, I, again, I thought it was almost as cool as Thor Ragnarok. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't, you know, I didn't, you know, it wasn't quite as fun as Thor Ragnarok, but it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and it was a good right up there in that same category of quality for me. And I'm looking forward to more Kang. And um, yeah, I'm gonna go eight out of ten. Sorry, I flubbed. I shouldn't have said a number that I didn't really mean at first. Um, but it's eight out of ten is my final number. And um, okay, <coughs> look, I thought the Council of Kangs looked a little goofy, mm-hmm. a little unfinished. But that's exactly what I thought about the first uh, Thanos uh, post-credit scenes, where they first showed us the first glimpses of Thanos. Yeah, I thought that looked a little goofy and unfinished. And then later on, he looked a lot, lot better. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see if the Council of Kangs uh, looks a lot better later. I bet they, bet you they do. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Um, like I said off top, um, I was entertained. Yep. Uh, I, w- I was definitely entertained by this film. Um, the whole Modoc thing, uh, I thought he was a funny character. Um, he was a little... He, it definitely stood out and it was a little yeah. distracting. Distracting. Especially yeah. when uh, he took off his helmet. Yeah. And it was like this giant face. <laughs> yeah. It was it was yeah, it was very distracting. But um I didn't hate it. I didn't I definitely didn't hate the character. I yeah. um like I said, he 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 was entertaining, he was funny. Um the part at the end when he was like dying, spoilers. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was like spitting out whatever. I thought he was gonna be like. Uh, I swear, I thought he was gonna say, "Just kiss me." <laughs> Do fucking thing. I swear, yeah. I thought it was coming, but uh, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. No. Um. Like I said, uh, fucking the character of Kang was awesome. I I really. I really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to seeing more Kang in the MCU. Um, I want to see that that um, um, Thanos level threat. Yeah. Um, this is this is what we we need at this point because Phase Four was really slow. Um, it wasn't as good as leading up to Endgame. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so. Um, yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, uh, things work out for the MCU because their last couple of projects have not been the greatest. Um, I'm even including Wakanda forever. Like I wanted to love that film too, but, um, I didn't, um, there was just some stuff that yeah, put I me off of that, that film. Movie. I'm bummed about that movie. Yeah. There was, I was thinking that earlier today. Mm-hmm. I my son put on the first Black Panther just, just randomly, which was weird and mm-hmm. awesome. So I sat and watched Black Panther with him for a while, and I was okay. like, "Man, this was so good." Yeah, 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 and yeah, I was I was disappointed with the uh, with the follow up. Uh, I loved some of the things that he did, 
but uh, overall uh, it was a disappointing film for me um i wasn't disappointed with this film um but i didn't walk out of that theater loving it either um for me uh if i'm gonna put a a rating i'm gonna i'm gonna say seven out of ten um it's not nearly as bad as the critics said it was like i don't understand the hate for it but um but yeah no i i really did enjoy it and it was a good setup it was just that last scene where I was walking out of the theater, scratching my head, and I was even saying to the girlfriend, I'm "Like, like, is he dead? Like, I don't get it. Like, where did he go? <laughs> they didn't explain anything. Why? You know, what I mean? like, yeah. they didn't really explain what happened to him. So, um, I just think the way it was visually exactly like Darren, and they yeah. showed you, they showed you Darren survived. Um, I'm gonna have to watch Ant Man again because I really don't remember that at all. Yeah. Um, that ending, but yeah, they they uh, reshowed it in this movie. Like they showed you a flashback. Did they? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. When they when they first show you Darren, they mm-hmm. give you a flashback of how Darren got down there in case you forgot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I still forgot. Um, but yeah, no. I the one thing I definitely think w- was missing was the Michael Pena explanation at the beginning. They show they it was such a missed opportunity. I wish they did it, but yeah. But they didn't, so say la vie. But uh, yeah, so seven out of ten for me. Okay, yeah. right on. Well, um, it's it's Monday right now, mm-hmm. uh, so opening weekend numbers are out, and it made one hundred twenty million uh, domestic box office. Oh, it did well. Uh, opening weekend, which is um, the original Ant Man movie, only made one hundred four million uh, on its first opening weekend. Yeah. So um, you know, uh, it's it's good for an Ant Man movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of find that a little bit disappointing. I was hoping like a like a, for like one hundred sixty, hundred eighty million. I, I thought it was gonna really really do big um but um we'll see if it has legs yeah i guess and um and uh, i hope it does because it's pretty good uh, it's bigger than it's better than i was expecting it to be based on um what i was hearing and um hold on i'm looking at ant-man not ant-man quantumania on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. sorry um And what is the RT score right now as we speak? Oh, the uh, the critic score is 47%, but the audience score, Kev, is 84%. Yeah. So the audience is with us. Yeah. Um, and um, As usually is. I think the audience is right in this case. Mm-hmm. Um I often side with the critics, <laughs> but yeah. um, no, I think I think this is definitely a good movie, and um, and I mm-hmm. and I recommend it. I recommend it. All right, boom done on Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Boom done. There we go. Yeah. That that is all for our main topics uh, for today, Kev. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I have a quick recommendation. What we usually do before we wrap up, we usually throw in a quick recommendation. Something else we've been watching that's yeah. not a main topic. Um, I have watched, um, surprise, surprise, um, season three, episode one of Star Trek Picard. Okay. Uh, and I wasn't going to do it. Uh, I swore Star Trek Picard was dead to me. But um, they fired all the showrunners and writers from season one and two. Okay. And they made a big deal about it and um, about how they're returning to uh, the old uh, Star Trek format that uh, old fans are familiar with. And uh, what this season is is basically, um, it's a new Star Trek: The Next Generation movie. It's a, it's, it's the entire cast of Star Trek: The Next Generation uh, getting back together for for one more adventure. And um, it's 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 good. Uh, it's and it feels exactly like I'm watching a new Star Trek: The Next Generation uh, uh, film, feature okay. film. Good. Um, but it's playing out in long form. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, I'm not going to lie. I still have weird feelings about this character, especially what they did to this character in the first two seasons of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, he's dead. They killed him at the end of season one, and then they replaced him with a robot who thinks he's Picard. Yeah. And then they never changed that, even though they could have, because they had Q in season two. Um, and Q was omnipotent and could have given Picard his human body back and 
we could have gone, okay, now let's just forget all that ever happened. But we didn't. So this character is still a robot Picard, and I don't know if they're ever going to mention that again, and it's bugging me. Mm. It's bugging me, Kev. It's bugging yeah. me. Um, but um, because there's a couple of characters um, who I've carried on from season two, uh, I, and besides that, um, it's, it is like... A completely new show, um, but uh, episode one was good. Anyway, okay. that's where we're at. Episode one was good, um, fun, uh, exciting, uh, cool seeing uh, Picard and Riker on an adventure together, and it feels like classic Trek. It's a lot of the writing is full of tributes to classic Star Trek movies, especially Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan, um, and um, it's uh it's 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 nice so far it's nice anyway Good. i rec- i recommend it <clears throat> what about you all right so um i'm watching a couple things right now um just dropped last week um wu-tang in american saga uh, yep. season three i've been um, meaning i've been meaning to put that up yeah I'm so watching. i watched the first three episodes yeah. and yeah um so far it's great um People are shitting on the third episode, and after I, so I kind of saw like people shitting on it before I watched it, and then I was like, okay, great. Then I watched it. And I'm like, why are people shitting on this? This is fucking great. So, yeah. <laughs> anyways, um, it kind of steers away from you know the Wu Tang saga, um, I guess like Wu Tang, but it's 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 like. Um, Basically, they made um, a black exploitation movie out of like old dirty's like character. Yeah, and it's fucking great. Like I don't understand why people fucking hate on it, but my guess is they don't understand the black exploitation thing. Um, maybe it's just like kids who haven't really experienced like fucking Dolomite and you know what I mean all that shit. And to me, when I watch it, I'm like, this is fucking great. Uh, it, it really reminded me of um, I don't know if you ever watched the movie Black Dynamite. Right? Yes, yo, dude. So, like, it, if you haven't seen Black Diamond, watch that Black Diamond. But yeah, it's 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 very similar to that, where they're just kind of like making fun of like the uh, black exploitation movement. But anyways, yeah. uh, so far three seasons, or sorry, three episodes in, and so far I'm loving that. Um, the girlfriend and I started watching Wednesday, which is the Adams Family yeah, yeah. spinoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I I've been hearing a lot about it, so I was just like the other day, I'm like. Let's do it. Let's start it. And we got like, I want to say six episodes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we have like, I can't remember if it's nine or ten. But anyways, we're, we're more than halfway. And um, yeah, I, I'm really liking it. I, I'm, I think it's really good too. Um, another non-recommendation <laughs> is I watched that Whitney Houston movie. And I liked it, but I didn't love oh. it. Um, they tried to kind of mimic the formula of Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, if you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, it doesn't work as well as it did for Bohemian Rhapsody, but I did like watching the story of basically Whitney and Bobby, whatever, like just Whitney Houston in general is a lot of stuff I didn't really know. Um, but yeah, overall the movie was not that great, but if you're a fan of Whitney, I would definitely recommend watching it because it's stuff that, like I said, I didn't know about her. And I was just like, okay, this is, this is interesting. Right. Yep. Um, I just thought the ending was really a letdown because okay. I heard that Whitney's like family was really involved in it. And I guess they didn't want to make her look bad, even though she kind of was the bad guy, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> um, it, everyone thought it was Bobby Brown, but uh, apparently she was the one that was just like out of control with the drugs and all that shit, right? Yeah. So they really, they really hollow Hollywood uh, fied it. But um, overall, I I didn't hate it, but um, it's it's it was an interesting watch. And the kid that plays Bobby Brown plays Riza in the show on in the Wu Tang show, and. I kind of thought that he was kind of like doing a voice, trying to imitate, I guess, even though he's a little off-putting in the Wu-Tang show, the way he talks, because RZA doesn't talk like that. And I just thought that was him doing his version of RZA, 
but it's really how he talks because he does Bobby Brown the same way. And I was just like, I was like, oh, because the whole time, like, I, I'm not familiar with anything else that he's done. So when I heard him talking as Bobby Brown, I was like, shit, I think that's his voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, it's, 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 it's a, it's a non-recommendation. Uh, I recommend it if you if you liked um, if you're a fan of Whitney, but I don't recommend it if you're not. Just stay away from it. Okay. Yeah. There's a few upcoming things that I'm excited about too. I just want to mention real quick. Go History ahead. of the World Part Two. Yep. History of the World Part Two. Um, fucking what? Forty years in the fucking making. <laughs> Fascinating to me. What is he yeah. like? Was Mel Brooks like a hundred years old? He's like, in his nineties. He's in his nineties. So how is apparently, he? Apparently, he had a huge part in this. Um, oh, come on. Yeah, it's it's insane. Um, all the power to him, man. That's awesome. Um, he said he was going to make Spaceballs two, basically, basically making fun of like um, the new Star Wars, and it's yet to happen. I hope he, I hope he does it. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, <clears throat> I that, hope like, it that's my hope, right? Yeah. Like a new, a new Spaceballs movie yeah. would be the Farce Awakens. Apparently, is what he wanted to call it. Would be unbelievable. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. But like, is there any, like? I mean, come on. There's a lot so to make fun old. of in there. He's so old, though. Yeah, I know, like, but it can't really be him. All the like, power to him. All the power to him. I love him. Maybe he's got an organization that can produce something that's. <laughs> Hey, he had a he had a huge part in this in this thing too, right? I believe he wrote it. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm pretty sure I heard, I read somewhere he's narrating it. So interesting. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. So okay, I'm so looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, I'm series cool. writing credits. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. He wrote eight all eight episodes. Okay. So um, Bel Air starts this week. Bel Air season one was fucking great. Right. Uh, I'm looking forward to season two, and Scream Six comes out in a few weeks as well. And I'm all over that like a fucking like fucking white on race. So all right, well, yeah, we'll, we'll look I'm forward to your review of that then. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's it for me. That's right all on. I have to say. Right on, right on. And Mandalorian is coming up soon. Mandalorian so season we'll one. I mean season that. three. Sorry. Of course. Of yeah. course. March first is what I'm saying. Right on. Yeah, I'm looking forward uh, to that as well. And warning, everybody's getting booted off your Netflix tomorrow. Oh yeah, is that tomorrow? Uh, that's fine. Those past hey, I I don't have Netflix. I don't. I don't uh, steal anyone's Netflix, so it doesn't affect me. I don't steal anyone's either, Kevin. <laughs> I just have someone else's password. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's what I mean. I don't, ha- I don't have anyone else's password. So. Anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> it's all good in the hood. <laughs> all right, then. Um, I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about tonight, but... Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm tapped. Um, all right, I'm- yeah, I feel like I got everything I wanted off my chest tonight. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, you know it's always it's always good talking to you. But yeah, I know sure. I know it's Did late, it. and we both got to work in the morning, so yeah. we should get wrapping up here. Uh, unless there's any other business we need to attend to, um, other than this um, this call on line one here, um, I'll just patch them through here. Go ahead, line one. You're on the air, right. chair. You're on the air. Yeah, that's the end of episode 94 of 12 for this podcast. Ms. Jackson, because you know I'm nasty. Nasty. No. You know. So, uh, thanks for listening. And you know what? If you are listening, Mm -hmm. uh, drop a comment. Drop a a like. I don't know. uh, A subscribe. uh, Whatever. Uh, Let us know you're out there. Um, Say hi. Follow us on the Facebooks. Yeah. Too old for this post. I can't speak too old for this podcast with the number two and the letter and the number four. Um, reach out to us. Say say something. Say hi. Say hi. Say Let us know you're there. Say go fuck yourself. Say something. Yep. Whatever, man. We we say something. Say something. <laughs> Something's better than nothing. Your science is definitely. Um. Anyway. Yes. Um. So. Uh. Thank you. Anyway, and you. Uh, we'll talk to you next time, episode right. ninety-five. All right. And until then, just chill. Till the next episode. Mm-hmm.